All right. Everyone, welcome to week 13 of the Duke Basement College Football. Um, as always, Scott and Jason in the basement here in Lincoln. Howdy. And Justin and Taylor on the phone over there in Omaha. Howdy. Yeah. Uh, we'll get right to it. Quick look at standings. We all had a good week last week. Um, Jason, uh, the best of all of them. And Bryce moved up to second place. Justin and I are and Dash is bringing up the rear in fifth place. Um, that's all we got for standings. Hopefully this week we have a little more tougher picks. Jason went 15-1. and one. It's, just, it's just quality knowledge and know-how on how to pick. What game did you miss? I guess we're going to do picks we missed on anyway. So what game did you miss? Minnesota. Oh. And I also had them as my super dog. We'll get to that later. Heartbreaking, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... None of the games really surprised me. Uh, that was pretty close game, so I was very close to going sixteen and zero. Should have got a little trophy for it. Yeah, I feel like if you went sixteen and zero, we'd we'd give you one. Justin, what games you missed on, or what were the big ones you missed on? Yeah, Minnesota, like Jason said, um, and then of course I missed the obscure game of the week because I always miss it for some unknown reason. We're gonna have to go back and look at your stats on obscure game of the weeks only. It's pretty garbage. Tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I missed Fresno State, Tulane, Texas. Yeah, I missed Tulane too. Um, the one I was really surprised about was the Navy game. I picked that I, one correctly. I thought it was going to be a lot closer than it was. Navy turned the ball over four times. So that's tough. Auburn, I missed. I thought they were going to. They lost some big games close on the road, so I thought they were going to get this one done at home. Um, I guess their team or a team good enough to lose to good teams. It's lose close to good teams, kind of like Texas A&M. Well, Texas A&M gets blown out by good teams, but and then Minnesota, of course, which we should have saw it coming. I don't know how many top ten teams have lost in Kinnick Stadium in November. Three, three. There you go. So we should have seen saw that one coming. Um, but overall, I had a good week. I only only missed five games. Yeah, everybody had a decent week. Uh, Dash was the only one. He went ten and six. That yeah. was the worst. Yeah, that's pretty. Everybody bumped their win percentage up, or correct pick. That's good. Uh, go to big news in college football. Uh, I'll let you guys go first. I don't have anything other than the new poll, and I got some questions for you. So. Um, I have Tua out for the year. Yeah, that's this, why I had to. Dislocated hip and a fracture somewhere. Uh, not good for Alabama. No. And very not good surgery. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like the people who were talking about how Saban should have taken him out. It was the literally the first half. Like, what? why not? What's the difference between taking him out in the first quarter then? Like, why are we playing him at all? Yeah, they. I mean, some people say they shouldn't have played him at all. And, um, he looked fine. All that yeah, time. Nick Saban said his reasoning was, I mean, I don't think he should have had him had to have a reason other than he's your starting quarterback. Yeah. But he said he wanted to give two a practice running the two-minute drill. And that's fine. Yeah. So, if you don't get many opportunities of that in game time. Um, yeah, but I don't see why it was a problem. He played him. Like, it wasn't – he – the injury they were worried about was his ankle, and he didn't even hurt his ankle. Yeah, so, not even the same thing. Yeah. And that, that had nothing to do with – like, his ankle injury had nothing to do with why that happened. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't think today Nick Saban deserves any grief for that. No. 
Justin, you got anything on that? or? Yeah, that's all I had written down. They said it was the same injury that uh, Bo Jackson had, just not yeah. as severe. That's yeah, all I, I had did. written down. And medical science has come a ways, and they didn't – I mean, they don't even know what Bo Jackson did for a few days. So, like, there's he was bleeding inside of his leg, but they weren't really sure what was going on. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully Tua makes a full recovery. They say he's supposed to. So um, – but the new poll's out. LSU is still at one. Um, I don't know if you guys got to watch any of LSU's game last week. Uh, I did not. Uh, their defense looked a little shaky, especially the run defense. Um I personally think Ohio State's the most complete team uh, as of right now. I just want you guys to give me your top top six as you see it. Not too many things. What do you what do you get? What do you guys think? I'd say LSU, Ohio State, Clemson. Oh, uh, I don't know. Probably Oregon, Georgia, Alabama. But I probably would put Alabama out of the top six with two his injuries. So. So we'll throw. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Like Justin, give me your top six first, and all. So, are you saying like who we think was gonna make it, or as as of right now? As of right now. So yeah, as of right now, I would put Ohio State one. You gotta have LSU two, I think. Clemson's gotta be in there. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say right now that I think Oregon has the best shot again at being there. So I'll put Oregon four. Uh, Georgia five, I don't know six, because I don't think Alabama's should be in there because of Tua's injury. They're not going to be able to. I don't think they should be in top four with Tua's injury, but they can't. The committee can't do that. So, well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, the committee does take injuries into account, so I was going to ask you if they thought because they're still at five. If if you guys thought they should have moved them out of the top or way out of five at least because of that injury, or should they wait a week? And see how he plays. I mean, he's playing. I think this is the shitty week for SEC team or games. Uh, I'd say, yeah, wait this week, see how their backup plays. Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones is a four-star recruit, and he's been in the program, so and he plays a lot of second halves. Yeah, so it's not like this guy's a scrub freshman they're bringing in. Um, I don't. I mean, as of right now, I have Georgia four with the South Carolina loss, but I think Oregon will probably get in there at the end just because they're going to have another top 25 win. um, Their USC loss. Who they lose to? Not USC. Auburn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, their Auburn loss. I mean, that's a good loss. The South Carolina loss. But I wouldn't put them for now just because they don't have any good wins. Yeah. And Georgia does have good wins, even though they have an awful loss. But I'll agree there. Um. Also interesting, there. I was watching the Paul Feinbaum show today, which you should take Paul Feinbaum with a grain of salt sometimes. But um, he said, and I looked it up, and it makes sense to me, Clemson has the ex- almost the same schedule, like, power-wise against teams they played that UCF did two years ago. And Clemson's number three, and UCF never made it above 10. Yeah, I'm still t- – I know you're not supposed to, but – Defending national champs, I don't care. <laughs> a very similar team, I don't care what their schedule is coming in. So yeah, yeah, I agree with Jason there. Like you can't if they go undefeated and they're still defending national champs, you got to let them in. There's just you can't just leave them out because their schedule. They didn't do yeah. anything to. I know it, it wasn't UCF's fault either their schedule, but this like the ACC being awful isn't Clemson's fault. They're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. 
So yeah, like how long are you gonna hold a yeah close North Carolina win over their head? Yeah, it was a win. So yeah, and everything else has been a blowout. Yeah. But the only the only chance they're gonna have for a ranked win before the semifinal is maybe the championship game. I bet. Yeah, they'll. I bet the committee will rank whoever's in that. Yeah, like number twenty-five. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's just my thoughts on that. If you guys don't have anything else, we we'll go to maps. Nothing. Okay, we're gonna go to maps. Our favorite segment. At least it's my favorite. <coughs> we're just talking. I was talking to Jason earlier today. We might as well rename this bad boy trivia because I don't. Mine isn't maps related at all. Um, but hopefully, you, the other two are. are. Uh, I'll start out with an easy one. I asked you guys this one last week, and I actually I found the answer for it. Um, so, how many schools have a Heisman Trophy winner? At least one. Um, wasn't the answer like 49? 34. It's 40 exactly. Oh. 40 schools have at least one Heisman Trophy winner. So, I was closer? You, yeah. Yeah? No, Justin was closer. He said 49. Oh, no, you're right. You said- yeah, you, Jason, was closer. Yeah, Jason. I forgot who said what. Matt. Uh, is that your... Yep, yep. All right, my map's theme is travel distance this season. Oh, okay. All right, so I'll start out with an easy one. Who has the most travel distance this season? Hawaii. That's a good, that's, that's a good guess. Um, I'm going to go... Yeah, I think it's Hawaii, too. I don't know. I can't even think of anyone else who it could be. It is Hawaii. They have 28,000. 000- 161 miles, almost 50% more than the second place. <laughs> Justin? Justin, what's your category? All right. Um, so I, I, I kind of struggling here. Last minute, I pulled something together. So I did, rank, according to USA's, I don't remember what it was, like USA Today or something, highest ranked national or USA colleges. So, first question: What do you think was number one on that list? Like academic wise, it just said best. It just ranked the colleges. I would assume academics was a big part of it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Stanford, Virginia. Number one was Princeton, Princeton University. Yeah, I guess to relate the maps, what state is Princeton in? Massachusetts. New Jersey? It is in New Jersey. Princeton, New Jersey. Nice. Are you going to do that for all of them, Justin? Um, it's, I mean, sort of, I guess. All right. The second one, three schools are tied for seven Heismans apiece. Can you name at least two of them? USC and Texas. Justin? Mm, Oklahoma, Florida State. Justin got one of them. It's Oklahoma, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. All have seven. Hmm. Jason, with USC, USC has six. So you were close too. But yeah, those three schools, all, all those are the most. Those three t- schools are tied for the most Heismans. Hmm. Seven. All right. Next on the travel distance, who had the least? And a hint is it's in the SEC. Tennessee. 
Ooh, that was going to be my guess. I will go with Kentucky. It is the Georgia Bulldogs. They drive, only go 1,704 miles all season. Uh, they don't even have to get on a plane until postseason. <laughs> What's their farthest game? Uh, it was like up in Tennessee or something oh, okay. like or like like bottom of Ohio or yeah. top of Tennessee or something like that. Jeez. Not very far. Justin. All right. So you the name the top three Nebraska schools. And so this this list had three hundred and eighty one. Three of three of Nebraska schools were in the top three eighty one. All right. Creighton, Nebraska Wesleyan. And I will go I don't know if it'll be in like Nebraska. I'll go Nebraska. Yeah, Lincoln, Creighton. Uh, Midland. Okay, so what do you think the highest ranking Nebraska one was? Creighton probably. Like what, go- what number is what I mean? Oh. You said how many? Three hundred and eighty one? Yeah. Hundred. Okay, so it went Creighton at one oh four. Then UNL at 139, and UNO was 239. Ah, I forgot all about UNO. Boo, UNO. 239. Mavs down. Yeah, boo, Mavs. All right. Hey, Justin, what state's UNO in? Hey, I think it's Nebraska. Good one. (laughs) All right. The service academies, so Navy, Army, Air Force, combined for five Heisman winners. Which one has the most, and how many do they have? Navy has two. Navy has three. The other ones have one each. You guys are both. I mean, Jason got the number right. Army has three. Navy has two. Air Force has zero. So Army has the most, and they have three Heismans. Heisman. Bummer. All right. Who has the second most travelers? Uh, hint, they're an independent school. Notre Dame. Liberty. Uh, it is Army. Damn it. Didn't they go to Hawaii? Yes. Ow. That added a lot. Yeah. They had 20,579 miles because they played Hawaii this year. And because they played at Hawaii, they are playing 13 games. Because if you play at Hawaii in a non-conference, it doesn't count as a win towards bowl eligibility. So you have to get one more win because that's like a vacation-type trip. Huh. So. Why? Yep. I don't know why, but it's always so that if you look at Army's schedule, they're playing 13 regular season games. Well, that's dumb. So, interesting factoid. Next, Justin. Oh, sorry. Um, so which which school in the United States has the lowest accept- acceptance rate? Is it like a Division 1 school? Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Dartmouth. Scott? I'll go Harvard. Harvard was number two. Number one was Stanford. Damn, yeah, I was thinking Stanford. <laughs> At 4%. They only have 4% acceptance rate. Like four, that's ridiculous. Hey, well, I, hey, I what, what state is Stanford in? California. California. Wow. That one. You guys are good. All right, my last one is one Ivy League school has two Heisman winners. Which school has the winners? Dartmouth. 
Harvard. It's Yale. Yale has two Harvard. <laughs> Yale has two Heisman winners, and they're the only two or the only Ivy League school to have a Heisman winner. I don't think any Ivy League school will ever get one again. I don't think so either. My last one. What group of five conference has the least amount of travel? Mac. Mountain West. It is the Mac. School, their schools are located across five states, Northern Illinois being the farthest west and Buffalo being the farthest east. Yeah, Buffalo is the only really one that's like not all bunched together, pretty much. It's actually, and it's still pretty close. Yeah. It's on the very west side of New York. Yeah. I mean, like five or six Ohio schools alone in that damn conference. So, good job, Scott. Justin, you have another one? That's all I got. All right, that was our segment of maps. Jason actually made us do some map work this time, so it's good. We're going to go to Taylor's joke of the week. Hopefully, she has one prepared. She does. Here she comes. Okay. What kind of music did the Pilgrims like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Turkey music. <laughs> what a good guess, but no. It's Plymouth Rock. Oh, uh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was Thank one. Of the- <laughs> well, that was Taylor's joke of the week. Taylor, I mean, Justin, where's your cricket noise? I mean, your clap noises this time. Get <laughs> A little late. <laughs> All right, we'll go into, oh, no, baby, what is you doing? Uh, hopefully, Justin or Jason got some to- today. I only have two. Uh, my first one's Baylor. Obviously, they gave up a twenty-eight to three lead. They didn't sing a, they didn't score a single point in the in the second half, and lost to Oklahoma. And my second I'll, one is, I'll add on to that one. Okay. Over on that little, I have Jalen Hurts, uh, ah. not, not for his stats, but for him, his little like turning around at the end of the game, like standing on the bench, turning the other way. Oh yeah, and not watching. Like, and it was in a weird way. Like it he was. had like his chin up and he had earrings in I, I don't know it was just I was like what are, what are we doing here yeah, that was a little weird I, I almost put him on here for his first half but I was like he won the game I can't put him on here for for the game but uh, my second one is Northwestern they won uh, but they scored 45 points against UMass this last week the, uh, the five games previous to the UMass they had scored 38 points combined <laughs> In the previous five games, and they scored 45 against UMass. So I guess UMass would probably be on here too. But those are my oh no, baby, what is he doing? We could put UMass on every week. So yeah, we, we just do a favor and don't. Yeah. Justin, do you have any? Yeah, Baylor was the only one I had for this segment. I always just think of the obvious ones. I don't really do much research. <laughs> All right. So my next one is PJ Fleck. In the last 30 seconds of the game, like his quarterback kind of got hit hard, but got back up. And then, I don't know, like, looked like he kind of got the breath knocked out of him. But then they did, like, a picture on P.J. Fleck, and he's throwing his arms down, like, go down, go down. So his quarterback falls down, and then he puts his back up in for, like, a third and 25. Um, and you can literally hear the – or you can see the starter say, I'm, to- I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, back up, throws an incompletion, doesn't put the starter back in for fourth down, and another incompletion, and Minnesota loses. So that was my second one. My third one, Indiana's fake punt against Penn State. 
It was in the third quarter of a six-point game. Uh, it kind of looked like the Colts against the Pats a yeah. couple of years ago. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, do a quick Google. It was very bad. And then the, my last one's up for debate. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, when talking about Michigan's turnaround since the second half of Penn State, he said, you can't plant potatoes one day and expect to eat potato salad the next day. What do you guys, you think that is Ono Baby Woods you doing, or is that a good quote? That's I pure thought, gold. I love it. What was that, Justin? That's pure gold. Yeah, I thought that was a great analogy. I'm, I'm against Jason on this one. I thought it was no, I, I, I said it's up for debate because I liked it. I was like, anything about growing stuff, I'm I'm pro for it. So, what was yeah, Coach I, Gus's I, quote always about potato salad? Yeah. Or was no, Coach Walford? Something about chicken shit. Yeah. You can't, can't turn can't. chicken shit into chicken salad or something like that? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. But, yeah, I like that analogy. I, w- I, I thought it was a very good one. I had to listen to that real quick. And that's all I had. I had a thought I had some good ones this week. Yeah, there we go. There's, there's, oh no, baby, what is he doing? Uh, we, we put an after joke of the week, so we bring the pod back up after the joke. Um, but now we'll go into dupes, dudes. Uh, I think Jason's got some more guys for us. Yeah, last week, both of them did well. Brock Purdy got the upset over, well, quote unquote upset over Texas at home. 30 for 48, 354 yards, and two, two touchdowns. In a last-second field goal win over the Longhorns, hashtag horns down. down. Um, next one, Jalen Hurts. Uh, as long as you don't count the first half, but total stats, 30 for 42, 297 yards, and four touchdowns. And he was also the leading rusher for the game with 114 yards in a big second-half comeback. I think he had like 22 carries or something in the first half alone. Was a career high, but and then this week I have Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. Uh, I think he's going to get a big win over Penn State with game day there and solidify their spot in the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis. Next one, Shane Bouchel, SMU quarterback. They're playing Navy, who's coming off of a very rough loss to the game, and they're going to pile it on. I expect him to have at least 30 passing attempts and 375 yards. I like it. I'm interested to see what you guys pick for that Navy SMU game. I think it'll be a lot different than it would have been had they played a little bit closer last week. But uh, If that's all Jason's got for dupes, dudes, hopefully those guys play good this week. I almost put Brock Purdy as my six-pack, but I went a different direction. Um, but we'll give out six-packs now. Uh, I'll switch it up and let Justin go first so I don't steal any of his. I'll go last this week. Yeah, I tried to do a different method this week so nobody would steal any of mine. <laughs> well, I guess I sort of have two. Um, my main one was Jalen Hurts. Nice. Uh, um, I know Jason already mentioned his stats and whatnot, but I, the six-pack I'm giving him is PBR. Because PBR used to be good, and now it's making a comeback. Just <laughs> like Oklahoma. I don't think PBR is making a comeback. <laughs> it's big in the hipster community. You didn't oh. know. Justin knows all about that hipster yeah. community stuff. Going to speakeasies and such. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> well, oh. Who's your second? Oh, you want me to go again? Second one. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, Anthony Gordon, uh, Washington State's uh, quarterback, threw for 520 yards, five touchdowns, and only one interception. So, I'm uh, that's pretty yeah. impressive. 
That's pretty good. You took one of mine this week, Justin. That's was, fair. Was it Jalen Hurts? No, it was Anthony Gordon. Okay. See, you should have just let me – you should have just taken it. I told me to take the next one. Yeah, I should have. He was my second one, though, so you would have got him anyways. But All right, Jason, who are your dupes or your six-packs going to this week? I got three of them. Um, just stating here, there's no rules on this podcast, so I'm giving out six-packs and – non-drinks this week um jonathan taylor wisconsin running back ran for 204 yards and two touchdowns against the uh i'm giving him a six pack of runzas to show our husker hospitality for not putting up like four hundo on us <laughs> uh next ian book notre dame quarterback 14 for 20 with for 284 yards that's an average of 14.2 yards per pass and he had five touchdowns I'm giving him a six-pack of foam fingers, except their middle fingers up, to point to the fighting Irish unfaithful for not showing up and ending the sellout streak, but he still showed up and showed out. So, middle finger, foam fingers. Next, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, UCLA quarterback. He had no touchdowns and two interceptions against Utah. They only scored three points. And he lost two fumbles, bringing his season total up to an NCAA leading 10 fumbles. Wow. And he's eighth in interceptions with 10 as well. So I'm giving him a party pack of super glue, glasses, and binoculars to help him (laughs) with issues. (laughs) Give this the second string a shot. Good segment there by Jason. I only have one. Justin took Anthony Gordon. Uh, My six pack's going to John Rice Plummer, the old Miss quarterback. He ran for 212 yards and four TDs on the number one ranked LSU Tigers. And I'm going to give him a six-pack of Mississippi's finest, Mississippi Mud. Uh, he's going to have a six-pack of Mississippi Mud. Um, is that an actual thing? It is, yeah. Nice. He didn't, he didn't get the dub, but he, he kind of showed some holes in, in uh, LSU defense a little bit. I like it. That was, that was about six-packs. Uh, we're going to go to a new segment, uh, hot, hot or Not. It's not what it sounds like. We're going to talk about what coaches are on the hot seat. Uh, it, well, I guess if Jason and Justin think they are. And um, I guess we're not going to say who could replace them. That'd be harder. But uh, my first one in the American Conference, Danny Edsel, UConn. He is 6-29 and 29 in two-plus seasons as UConn's head coach. Yeah, put him on the boiling seat. I don't That's rough. <laughs> that is a rough record. I'm going to have to say hot seat. They're two and eight right now, zero oh and six in conference play. That is rough. That's tough. Yeah. They've allowed four that. points, only scored one hundred eighty-six. Both the worst in the conference. <laughs> Send him back to high school. <laughs> is that where he came from? I have no idea. I just oh. assume he coached high school at some point. Uh, a lot of college coaches didn't, but anyways, in the Big Twelve, Gary Patterson. He was after a very good few years. There at TCU, not few, well, very good. Lots of years there at TCU. He was seven and six last year, and he's five and five so far this year. I don't think he's going to get above. Well, I mean, he's not going to win more than seven for sure. But I think he's looking at six and six. They have West Virginia and Oklahoma. Yeah. So I'm assuming, yeah, six and six looks pretty realistic. I don't know. He's done pretty good there to be put on the hot seat. He does sweat a lot during games if you've ever watched. So 
maybe he thinks he's on the hot seat because he's sweating so much. He yeah. walks around with a like a rag all the time. So we'll put this. Can we go medium? Yeah. Like, like I don't even know. Like hot tub, little yeah. like like a bad hot tub. There you go. Seat. Uh, hit you guys. Cut out there for a second. Hit me with the coach. Where's he from? Gary Patterson, TCU. Uh, no, leave him. Let let him stay for a little longer, man. Did did you did you agree with mine? I I like Jason's. Yes, the 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 lukewarm hot tub. I agree with yeah. the lukewarm hot tub. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. Uh, Gary Patterson's had a couple down years, but he's done too much for TCU to just not give him a chance to turn it around. All right, in the Big Ten, I got three coaches for you. First one's Mark D'Antonio. After last week, he's 24 and 24 in the past, last four years. Um, that was since his Rose Bowl trip, I think. And they just lost to uh, Michigan. They lost to Illinois the week before that. They're probably going to finish 6-6 six and six, unless they get upset by – I think they have Rutgers and Maryland left, so I think they're probably going to get to 6-6. Six and six. But they're 4-6 and six right now. Yeah, I'd put him on the hot seat. Uh, he has not been very – they haven't been very good for a while yeah. since that – that when they went to the Big Ten championship. Yeah. How long's his contract for? I don't know. I didn't look look that far. Mm. All right. Well, if there's not very much time left on his contract, maybe not. But if he still has a long time left on his contract, I'd put him on the hot seat. I don't know. I feel, I don't know if I talked about this last week, but I feel like Mark D'Antonio is one of those coaches that can benefit from implementing the triple option. He's a good defensive coach, but his offense every year is a little. A little bad. No, they never have, like, a really good quarterback. Yeah. And it's – I mean, it's easier to prepare every week for triple option. You don't have to recruit the best quarterbacks, which Michigan State doesn't get anyways. So, uh, my second one is Pat Fitzgerald. He's 2-8 and eight this year after winning the division last year. I don't know. I feel like they like him there at good old Northwestern. But I'm not – I'm not sure. I don't think – can you put a coach in the hot seat after he just won the division the year before? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Especially at a school like Northwestern. I mean, Northwestern is not like a, a program that expects championships, really, are they? Uh, I wouldn't say so. So you guys aren't thinking. I feel like they're at least going to give him next year. So yeah, he's he can at least extend his rent or his lease for another year on the house. So yeah. I would say no, not on the hot seat. Before I give you guys my third one, I'm going to tell you what I think about these two. Mark Antonio, I would agree, needs to – at least finish this year off strong, get a bull win. Um, and Pat Fitzgerald will coach at Northwestern until he doesn't fucking want to anymore. He is never leaving Northwestern. Um, he played there. They love him there, like Jason said. So I just threw that one on there for fun. And my third one is Scott Frost. Is Scott Frost on the hot seat? No. We no. just gave another two years. He is. He'll, I hope he's a like, 25-year guy. Yeah, this, this part of my segment would have worked better last week before he got the extension, but Justin, do you agree? I agree. Don't You can't put him on the hot seat. He's our guy. We just celebrated, was it two or three years ago, how he's the guy that's going to turn it all around. Give him a yeah. chance. All right. My prediction is there's going to be a Scott Frost day eventually in the state of Nebraska. Probably. I'm glad you guys think that. That's what I thought, too. All right, independent Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. I mean, he has a good record. He wins games, but are they getting tired of him down there in, in, uh, at, at Notre Dame? I, 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 I think yes. Think yeah. I think yeah, it's already yeah. being rumored that he's on the hot seat. Yeah, I, I would say he is. 
after you lose a however long sellout streak and there's already buzz going around about it. It's tough for Brian Kelly because he's not a bad coach. Wins a lot of games, but I think he is too. I think they're going to look for somebody else. I'm putting this in like popcorn oil heat spectrum like right before the Colonels. Yeah. Pop. <laughs> All right, Pac-12. Kevin Sumlin at Arizona. He's 9-13 and in his second season there in, in Arizona. Uh, I don't know. Second Air- season? <laughs> You're going to fire a guy after two seasons? Let him get a, at least a recruiting class in there. Arizona Willie Taggart is kind of like a revolving door lately. It is. They've had like, because it was Stoops and Rodriguez, and who was after him? I feel like there was like, it went Stoops, then that Michigan guy, the old Michigan guy, and I feel like there was another one, then someone. It's kind of hard to turn a program around when you're switching out coaches every two years. Yeah. It's just Rodriguez. You got to at least give someone a chance. Oh, I didn't know they gave Rodriguez that many years. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like – and he was never that great. So, I feel like they'll give him a couple more years. All right. My next one in the Pac-12, Clay Helton, USC. 39-21 and 21 in four-plus seasons. He's gone through three quarterbacks already this year. Not on the hot seat. I – Earlier this year, I would have said, but now they're ranked. Just got a big win. They're seven and four, second in the South. Have a, I don't know if they well they beat the first team, so they're just waiting for Utah to lose. Yeah, because they're going to beat UCLA, but I don't think Utah's going to lose. So they're one Utah upset away from making the championship game, so the conference championship game. I agree with Jason. I don't have uh, to add there. I disagree with you guys on this one. I think he – it's just kind of the Bo Pelini situation at Nebraska. Yeah, he's winning the games – or a lot of games, but he's not, like, competing for the college football playoff. And they have a shot to lure Urban Meyer in. And then Clay Helton's on the hot seat. I think he was before the season started, which is sad. All right, moving to the SEC. Um, Derek Mason of Vandy. He's 26 and 46 in six seasons. His highest winning winning season was six wins in six seasons. They already gave him six seasons. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you haven't kicked him out yet, when when are you going to? Yeah. Who who wants to coach? Like, they're not going to get a better guy to coach at Vandy. I feel like, even yeah. though it's an SEC school, it's a baseball school. They don't care about football. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Ditto. I have my last one is Will Muschamp of South Carolina. He's twenty six and twenty four in four years at South Carolina. You don't think that Georgia win just uh, secured him another year? They lost to App State. That erases yeah, the at Georgia home, win. It yeah. definitely does. Yeah, I'd say hot seat. All right. Paul Feinbaum said the same today. You don't watch too much Paul Feinbaum. I feel like you do. Anyways, that was my hot or not. Maybe next week I'll have some more, or we'll have some more firings to make it more interesting. But oh, thank you. Got big, big news in college football. Sorry, I forgot about this. I was going to say this. Pat McAfee is going to be on game day next week. And uh, Herb Street was on his his podcast and said that told him that they're going to have to make him a regular. He said, at this point, you're more than a celebrity guest picker. You're a regular. I like it. Big fan of Pat McAfee. Yeah, I'm enjoying his segment. So If we could get a Pat McAfee sponsorship on. Justin, um, make that happen. Yeah, Justin, contact him. All right, I think Jason got the 
Am I going to sell him by saying we get five listeners every week? Think he'll think he'll pay just, us for that? Just type and say five hundred. Yes. Yeah. Just send him a link and have him listen to us. Right. Right. All right. Yeah, I got my next segment: buy or sell. First one, we got Virginia Pitt or Vatek winning the ACC Coastal. I'm buying Vatek. I am. They're there. I picked them to win the ACC, which I don't think is going to happen. But they're the hottest team right now. They started off two and two, but since then they've really got it turned around. I think Vatek's. And they, I'll take that too. I guess. I mean, it really does not matter who wins that that because Clemson. Yeah, they got, so I'll yeah, take Virginia. That. Who? But they play Liberty and then oh. Virginia on the 29th. They already played Pitt oh. and beat them opening day 30 to 14. Okay. No, well, that's, that's Virginia. That, that was yeah, Virginia. Virginia Tech. Virginia. We'll do a quick look at Virginia Tech. They have Pitt. Maybe they do. Yeah, play Pitt. So who'd you pick, Justin? I said I'll, I'll go with Vautech, too. Uh, I'm picking Virginia to win that game. It's at Virginia on the day after Thanksgiving. So, sorry for disagreeing with you guys there. That's right. I like disagreeing. We're going to the American, Cincinnati, Memphis, or other winning the American. Uh, I'm going to take Memphis on this one. Cincinnati seems to play the level of their opponents, which I think they're going to get burned eventually. Um, other, for the other category, Memphis would have to lose again for SMU to make it. UCF, I th- since you already clinched the other side. Yeah. So it's really those three teams, I think. So I'm going to take Memphis. I'll take Cincinnati. But who they have left here? Let's see. They have Temple and Memphis. So whoever wins that Memphis. Yeah, I, I got Cincinnati. I'll take them. All right. I am taking Cincinnati, I think. I guess Navy's still in the running there, too. Yeah. And they play SMU this week. Navy wins. Against SMU, and then Cincinnati beats Memphis at the end of the year. Navy goes to the championship game. Yeah. Same thing if Cincinnati beats Memphis and SMU wins out, SMU goes. So I still think Memphis is the best. Currently, Memphis is favored. FPI has 57.1% Memphis. Hmm. Huh. Against us. Uh, well, yeah, but then even if, if everything else goes right, they'll play the two weeks in a row in the championship game. So. Right. My last one. We'll do a couple little things here. Are you buying or selling this? The Sun Belt, the SEC, and the Big Twelve are the top three conferences that are percent of their teams in a bowl game. Sun Belt, SEC, and who? Big Twelve. Just a sec, gotta look at some standings. And then after that, we'll do another question about this. Because I went through and looked at who should beat who and who's projected to make the polls. No Big Ten? No. No, sir. I'll tell you after this, I'll tell you how many of the Big Ice. Yeah. I, I will take that 
Yeah, I'm gonna take that. SEC. There's a lot of teams gonna. Make it. Damn, one of the divisions of the Sun Belt. Damn near everyone's gonna make a goddamn bowl. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll buy. Justin, sure. You guys seem like you know what you're talking about. I sure don't. SEC is projected to get 71% of their teams, Big 12, 70, and Sunbelt, 70. That is the three most. You would be correct if the projections work out. Who's the fourth? ACC and Big Ten and, yeah, ACC and Big Ten are both going to get 64%. Nine out of their 14 teams. And then who do you think is going to get the least out of these three Pac-12, Mountain West, or Conference USA. I'm going to go – I'm not pulling up standings again. I already – no, I saw them up. I, I'm, my gut thought was Mountain West. Pac-12. Ooh. Yeah, I'll stick with Mountain West. Um, what got – here was the amount of teams. Mountain West are projected to get 7 out of 12. Same as the Pac-12 is 7 out of 12. But Conference USA is only projected to get 50% with 7 out of 14. Uh, so, because they had more teams. Yeah. But still the same amount. Just a lower percentage. That was a tough one. Jason tricked us on that one. Yeah. That is all I had for buying sell. We'll see if those the projections work out to what I have down here right now. So Liberty's going to their first game. I don't think the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina are going to make it to their first game or first bowl game ever this this year. So, sorry, a little off topic, but uh, we'll go to Nebraska talk. I'm not sure how much you guys got since we suck. Um, but what do you guys think of the game? What do you guys, what do you guys think for this week? Um, like I said, I'm just glad Jonathan Taylor didn't put four bills up on us. So uh, our red zone offense is Ugh. atrocious, yeah. hard to watch. Um, I listened to a lot of the game on the radio because I wasn't here. And it was every time we'd get inside the 20 and it'd be like, incomplete pass, yeah. sacked. Yeah. We're going to the end zone, throw out of the end zone punt from our own 30 because we yeah. don't have a field goal kicker. Yeah. Uh, defense did better than I thought, even though we still gave up over 200 to Taylor. But it was like a closer game than I expected it to be, even though we still didn't cover the spread. So take that for what you want. Um, I think we needed like a field goal to cover, didn't we? Well, uh, they were my super dog, one of my super dogs. And um, we were a uh, white Missouri catch and run we were one yard away from covering the damn spread there in the fourth quarter he got tackled the one yard line on fourth down so i guess close only counts in horseshoes and yeah. grenades so yeah my only thought is the offense looked good and then it stalled and we we went like oh and three on fourth down or something so that's not good well the offense has some pieces we just can't put a full game together and i don't know hopefully this week against the bad maryland team goes a little bit better but we said that about the do and Indiana. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it matters because we suck in spread, but favored by five points. I guess it started at four and a half. Now it's up to five. So I guess people are betting on us, but I, I don't know. I likes Maryland by like 50.7. Hmm. So it's pretty close. 
but I think we're going to get the dub this week. So do I. I think we'll cover for the second time this year, and we'll get the dub. I wasn't brave enough to say we were going to cover. I got us winning by three. Me too. That's what I have. Yeah. I think Maryland's offense is not that great. Yeah. I hope they just have sold the season and they're done. Yeah. Hopefully they packed it in. Yeah. Hopefully we're, we we haven't done that. But I don't know. We need some wins to get, get some confidence back. Also, I heard uh, Wandell was in pads today. Hopefully it's just a precautionary thing and him not sitting, not playing again this week. So I guess we'll see moving forward. But Dedrick Mills looked good. Mm-hmm. That was a, one of the highlights. Had some running lanes for once. Adrian Martinez had a nice Adrian Martinez-esque run in the first quarter. Yeah. yeah that he, was nice to see. He looked better. He's still a little off passing. Um, oh, one, one observant I had is our route combos are wacky as shit. We never have any like short yard routes unless it's a swing route. All, all our yard hitches. Yeah, all our downfield routes are long developing stuff with our with a bad offensive line. But uh, well, super dogs, super dogs, super dogs. dogs. Just, want to start us off with your super dogs? All right. So how did you how did you do last week? So I got so I missed Minnesota, but I got Indiana. So nice. Um, again this week I have Indiana. Um. They're or Michigan's playing them or coming to Indiana. They're a nine and a half point underdog. I think. Uh, one second, let me pull up what I had written down. Justin, what town is Indiana University in? No, oh, I don't know. What is it? Bloomington. Okay, Bloomington. All right. So, yeah, Indiana's been good this year. I mean, their offense has been good. Their defense has been shaky but i mean they've been a, they've had a solid team the team this year so i they covered for me last week i think they're going to do it again i can't find my notes i had notes i can't find them that's right good pick you, you took one of mine again justin i can't i gotta stop letting you go oh first, and but... uh, um of course i have uh mercer against north carolina because i have to so <laughs> they're a Oops. they're a 39 nine point underdog uh go mercer hey uh this is just me. We'll have to ask the rest of the people in it. But if they cover, I feel like we can give you a point. Oh, maybe half a point. Yeah, okay, half a point if they cover. You guys are just putting that in there so you can get an extra game on me, though. <laughs> well, no, we're, we put it in there because you said you can't pick the fight in that grounds again. So Exactly, so you know I'm going to pick Mercer knowing you guys will get another game on me. Hey, you never know. Mercer might win. We've seen crazier things. You could just pick North Carolina. I'm not going to yeah. do that. Fine. Like I said, there's no rules here. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Mercer did beat Duke in the NCAA tournament one year. I know that's not football, but <laughs> not related whatsoever. But they have upset mentality every time they go in. All right, my two super dogs had Michigan at Indiana, negative at minus ten. Um, they kept it close to Penn State last week, and I think Penn State's better than Michigan. Um and then my second one is Illinois at Iowa. All Iowa's games tend to be pretty close, and Iowa might be looking at a hangover game um, this week. I think the spread's like minus 16 or something. I'll fact-check that real quick. But Illinois covered for me last time. I actually won the game last time I picked them, so at Illinois. What's your game you picked last week? How did you do on those? Oh, I went 0-2. 
Um, the spread for the Iowa Illinois game is 16. Yeah, I went on two last week. My pick Nebraska, and they were a yard away from covering. And then I picked UCLA at Utah, which was not even close to the <laughs> UCLA got blown out. So it's like 45 or 54 to three. Yeah. After three and oh, first we went oh and two last week. So um, last week. I was I was zero and three coming into last week. I went one and two, so I'm one and five total. Tulane at Temple. Uh, Tulane was the six point favorite, and Temple ended up winning twenty nine twenty one, so they won outright. Minnesota at Iowa, the biggest bad beats of all time. Yeah, I, I would have just got the push because I had it was I got it at minus three, so I would have taken the push, but. Missed the extra point after uh, touchdown, so it was 23-19 instead of 23-20. That's tough. Yeah, that was rough. And then Wake Forest at Clemson, I got to stop picking, like, top four matchups. Uh, or top teams versus yeah. unranked team matchups. They've burned me both times. Clemson was a 34-point favorite, won by 49. So, Yeah. This week I have three. I have SMU at Navy. Navy's a three and a half point favorite. I got SMU winning outright. Uh, Louisiana Tech at UAB. UAB is a one point favorite. I got Louisiana Tech winning outright, obviously. Or, yeah, or no, yeah, they can lose by one and have to push. And then San Diego State at Hawaii. Hawaii's a two point favorite. I got San Diego State covering or winning outright. So they're all close. So they're not really super dogs, but we'll count them. There's no rules, like I said. There's no rules in this spot. All right, you guys got anything else? We'll do picks. All right, let me get them pulled up here. All right, first up, we got we got number eight, Penn State going to Ohio State. Ohio State's an 18-point favorite. Yeah, I should have picked this one as a super dog. I don't think it's going to be that big a spread, but I think Ohio State's going to win by 10. I didn't pick a spread, but I got Ohio, I got State, Ohio State big. I I would go big, I think. I have Justin Fields so as my Dukes dude, so we'll go big. big. He has 17 touchdowns. Is that too big? Yeah, it's too big. <laughs> Seven. He, I, if he gets – I'll, I'll say it now. If he gets 17 touchdowns, I'll give him my six-pack. All right. Next up, <laughs> UCF at Tulane. UCF is a six-point favorite. Yeah, I was surprised by this one uh, a little bit. I guess it's at UCF, but they just lost to Tulsa. Um, I got Tulane in this one. I think Tulane's a good team that's had to play a lot of good teams. Um, I got Tulane. I got UCF. Um, I've picked against Tulane. Like, I've, they've only burned me once. I think we've picked them like three or four times, yeah. and they've only burned me once, so. Go Golden Knights. Justin, Green mascot. You've asked me that every time I pick Tulane. I'm not picking Tulane this time. I'm picking UCF. I don't know why. I just am. Texas at Baylor. Baylor, five-point favorite. One's down. Go Baylor. They're going to learn from their mistakes from last week. At the Bears. I also have the Bears. Because horns yeah, down, horns down. Yeah. I also have the Bears. Uh, I think they're going to bounce back this week. Uh, start playing with, last start week, playing so. with yeah. some vengeance because they're pissed off from last week's game. 
Um, 13, Michigan at Indiana. Michigan is a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I got Michigan in this one. Uh, the potatoes are growing. Potato salad soon. I got Michigan in this one. They're going to be close, though. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, Michigan. Indiana is my super dog here, but I still have Michigan. Um, next up, Pittsburgh at Virginia Tech. Ba Tech is a four-point favorite. Yeah, that's a big one. If Pitt wins, they're still in the race for the Coastal. If they lose, they're out. Um, same with Virginia Tech. I got Ball Tech in this one, though. Yeah, the ACC Coastal is getting pretty intriguing. Yeah. Um, one of the more intriguing little races we got, but I'm going to drink Scott's Virginia Tech Kool-Aid and pick them. Go Hokies. Which team gets to lose to Clemson? Um, yeah. I picked – Pittsburgh here. I realize now that I agreed with Scott and Votek earlier, but I take that back because I picked Pittsburgh. Yeah, you can't pick them to win and also pick yeah, them yeah, Pittsburgh, Justin. I was not yeah. really – yeah, whatever. Um, It doesn't matter because they're going to run into the buzzsaw anyway. So, uh, Louis- yeah. Next up, Louisiana Tech at UAB. UAB is a six-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I got Louisiana Tech here. They did not impress last week against Marshall. But I think they're going to turn it around and get a get a win against UAB. Yep, one of my super dogs, Louisiana Tech. Are they the Bulldogs? Yeah, they are. All right. I saw the you. I, I picked UAB. After I picked that, I saw you guys both pick Louisiana Tech. And I wondered if you guys knew something I didn't. Do we? All right. No. Well, no, I, I picked UAB. Uh Justin, what's the dragon? What what is what's it actually? It's the dragons, but what's it actually called? The Blazers. There Blazers. you go. Blazers. I'll count. Um, next up, SMU at Navy. Navy's a three and a half point favorite. Yeah, I got SMU in this one. Uh, I was big on Navy last week, and they did not show out at all. I think the ponies are going to get one here. Uh, once again, my super dog, I got SMU. I got Navy here. They're going to turn around after last week. Um, next up, Mercer at North Carolina for Justin. Yes, it was so big of a spread. ESPN didn't have it on there. I had to go to a betting site to figure out North Carolina is a 39 point favorite. Yeah, I, I deliberated on this one. Uh, I knew Mercer had a win over Duke in basketball, but I took North Carolina. It's big. 40, yeah. 45 points. I got the Fighting Mac Browns winning this one at Fighting Mac Brown Stadium. Fuck Mac Brown. Fuck the Fighting Mac Browns. Mercer here. Big upset. <laughs> what, did, what did they ever do I, to I you? I just picked against them quite a few times in the beginning of the season, and then you said you – said, Hop on the Mac Brown train or stay off. So, I, Justin, I have no mascot. idea. The Bears, uh, come on, man. And so, or hop off, and I so I hopped off and I stayed off. Um, next up, Temple at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a ten-point favorite. Yeah, yeah, you're sorry. Uh, that's all right. Uh, I almost picked Temple here. I do think it's going to be a close game. Cincinnati looked bad last week, but I got Cincinnati at home. I have been pro-Temple on a lot of my picks, but I got Cincinnati winning this one. I also picked Cincinnati here. 
Justin, what's Cincinnati's Ooh, mascot? No. I'm gonna ask you on the rest of it. What is it? Oh. What is it? No, I don't. You don't know it? it? Bearcat. 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 Got it. Um, Tennessee at Missouri. Missouri's a four-point favorite. Yeah, I got Missouri in this one uh, just because of the home team. And we talked a lot of shit on Tennessee at the beginning of the year. But they're quietly five and five. Might get to a bowl game. Yeah, I got Missouri, even though they had a big drop off after like a five and zero start or four and zero start. Yeah, I picked Missouri here, so I also also saw that they were close to a bowl game, and I would be ashamed if after how much shit we gave Tennessee, they make it to a bowl and we don't. So, Missouri, who are the Tigers? Yeah, the thing is, Missouri is waiting on the postseason ban to come back, so they even if they get six wins, they might not go to a bowl, but they haven't. Came out and said for sure yet. Justin, what's Tennessee's mascot? Yes. Vols. Uh, a vole is like a mole. <laughs> they're not the voles, they're the vols. Tennessee voles. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Boise State at Utah State. Uh, Boise State's seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, right. When I looked earlier, uh, I told Jason this yesterday. This is the, ex- I'm a big Boise State guy. Uh, I like Brian Harson a lot. These are the type of games that Brian Harson loses every year. Um, so this is a sketchy game, especially at, at Utah State. But I'm going to take Boise State here. Uh, yeah, I was ignoring what Scott was saying. I'm just going to pick Boise State and say they win easily. Yeah, I wanted to pick uh, Utah State here just so I could cheer against Scott. But I'm pick Boise State. Boise State did play their third-string quarterback last week, so I don't know what they're going to do, who's going to play this week. But I'll give you a break, Justin, and go, Scott, what's Utah State's mascot? The Aggies. I was going to ask Justin. I, I actually knew that one. But... We picked Utah State oh. quite a few times this year. So. That's true, um, yeah. Next up, San Diego State at Hawaii. Hawaii is three-point underdog. Or no, three-point favorite. Sorry. <laughs> Hawaii. I got Hawaii winning this one. Um, let me check real quick, but I think they still have a shot at winning the division, and that's what I called earlier. And it's at Hawaii, so I got Hawaii winning. Uh, yeah, if they win, they will have the tiebreaker over San Diego State. So, go Warriors. I got San Diego State holding their top spot and making it to the conference championship game. I picked Hawaii. Traveling a long ways there to Hawaii. I think they deserve. I think they're going to be jet lagged. Hawaii. Nice, Justin. What's San Diego? They State's are the mascot? Aztecs. Nice. Correct. All right, that's the last one I'll ask you. All right, um, on to our obscure games of the week. Um, we have, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. First up, the Big Sky Conference battle. Between Montana and Montana State. Quick, Justin, what's Montana Uh, State's mascot? They gotta be. They gotta be the Eagles. Mm. Nope, they're the Bobcats. Montana is the Grizzlies, I'm pretty sure. Correct. Yeah. Two for two for Scott. All right, I got Montana State in this one. Uh, They're the home team. Pick the home team in the obscure games. Go Montana State. Go Bobcats. I have inside sources that tell me Montana 
is the meanest rootin' tootin'est team in the state of Montana. So Who's your inside source. Give me the Grizzlies. Was your inside source, Buck? <laughs> Will not disclose the inside source. Sorry. Um. Yeah. I initially thought Montana, and then I said, "Thought I'm garbage when I pick these games." Montana State. Nice. I'm tricking myself into picking winners. Winners only. Um. Next up, NSAA yep. Class A State Finals between Bellevue West and Omaha West Side. Yeah. What's uh, the spread, Justin? Could not find a spread. I think it's illegal to bet in high school sports. It is illegal. Uh, Omaha West Side's a bunch of rich kids. I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to go Bellevue West. So I'm pretty sure they're rich. Is too. West Side the rich uh, kid school? I mean, yeah, it's not nearly as rich as like Elkhorn South. No, but I'm like, okay, I guess Omaha I'll take schools. that. I got Omaha West Side. Their two losses were to like Lincoln Southeast and Millard South, who they absolutely shredded in the playoffs. So they uh, have corrected their mistakes and they're killing teams. So give me West Side. I had absolutely no research on um, this. So. Same here, Scott. Bellevue West. <laughs> nice, good pick. Go Thunderhawks. Next they are. up, I think it is Thunderhawks. Um, next up, Thunder- Class B, Scott's Bluff at twelve and zero versus Omaha Scut twelve and zero. Yeah, this one was pretty easy to me. Scott's Bluff, uh, fuck Scut. This was tough because I was, I don't like Scut, but I'm a big Eastern Nebraska guy, so I I picked Scut. I had the same thinking as Scott. I can't pick Scut. Fuck them. Go Scott Bluff. Yeah. Next up, C1 Wahoo versus Pierce. Both undefeated. Yeah, this is another tough one for me. Uh, Wahoo, because our old superintendent went there, took a job there, and Pierce, because I actually played Pierce in high school. Um, but I'm going to go with the Blue Jays. I got Pierce in this one. I think they're going to win. I got Wahoo because of our old superintendent. So I also picked Wahoo <laughs> Good for reasoning. the same reason. <laughs> like serious research going on here. Um, next up, Sutton versus Oakland Craig. I mean, I, I, I know we all picked the same here. Yeah, we got the Knights in this one. Our old high school coaches, defense coordinator there over in Oakland. So I'm going to go with the Oakland Craig Knights. Yep, I'm going with the Burke County boys and uh, our old coach. So, yep, Oakland Craig. Oakland Craig all the way. Good luck, Guz. I know Guz is a devoted listener. Good luck. Next up, Osceola High Plains versus Burwell. Both 10 and 2. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I flipped a coin on these last two games. Um, so I got Burwell getting the win. Yeah, this was my toughest one to pick. I think it can go either way. Uh, but I like Burwell. They're purple. so <laughs> And I, I like their wrestling coach, so, and who's also their football coach. Uh, I picked Burwell because I know they got a good wrestling team. And wrestlers make good athletes. Burwell's going to win. Uh, Humphrey St. Francis Back. versus Pleasanton. Both or Pleasanton 7-2. Humphrey is 12-0. Yeah, I got Humphrey St. Francis in this one. Uh, no reasoning. I mean, they seem to be the better team, 10 or 12-0. So. Yeah, I hadn't picked a number one yet, so I had to pick number one for this game. I picked I Humphrey, Humphrey because you're undefeated. Yeah. Yep. Good, yep. good reasoning, Justin. 
big stat guy over here. That's... Yep. We got Nebraska at Maryland. Nebraska, five-point favorite. Jeez, I almost forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, I got Nebraska in this one, 38-35. Game-winning field goal by our amazing kicking uh, game to win the game. I got Nebraska 31 to 20. We're going to cover the spread for the second time this year. Go Big Red. Uh, I got Nebraska 31-28 game losing field goal by their kicker. Yep, yep. Nice. That's all I got. Right now, that's all we got for the pod this week. Uh, Good pod. Go Big Red. Yep.